Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Unleashed. It's me, Dave McMahon. Glad you could be here with us this morning. Uh, Joe Maselli is with us. Uh, He is a chef, and he is the owner of a restaurant called Fork U. What a cool name, and we're going to talk about how that name derived. But think about it. What a cool name. Have you ever heard of a restaurant with such a great, cool name? Fork U! <laughs> Imagine if it was like Fork U2, right? Well, there is a Fork U2, but <laughs> we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, and of course, we broadcast live uh, 4680q.ca and 4680q.com every uh, Wednesday morning, hump day, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time till 12 noon. And if you ever miss a live episode, you can always go to the radio station's website, 4680q.com or 4680q.ca. And all of my shows are podcasted and archived on the website. Isn't that a great thing? So pretty much it's uh, Dave McMahon on demand. My profession is a professional dog trainer, but of course, I am a foodie, and I have lots of guests on this show uh, pertaining to food and beverage, and uh, we always have uh, the time of our lives. So without delay, let's have the time of our lives right now. Say hello to Joe Moselli, everyone. Hey, Joe, welcome to Unleashed. Good morning, Dave. How are you? Thank you for having me today. It is my absolute pleasure. Now, now, Joe, uh, your name Moselli. Um, tell us about that last name, please. Well, yeah, I, I get that a lot for being an owner of a uh, Peruvian restaurant, right? And, yeah. Uh, you know, I guess people expect to be uh, Gonzalez or Martinez. Yeah, <laughs> Joe Martinez. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you know, I, I, I'm. What can I say? I'm. I'm um, Italian background. Right, I'm Peruvian, half Peruvian, half Italian. That is an awesome mixture, I've got to tell you. To be half Italian and half Peruvian, what a great, great synergy that is. And the food you make is out of this world. I've had the pleasure of eating at your restaurant called Fork You right here in Niagara Falls on River Road, or as I call it, Niagara Parkway. Uh, I've had the opportunity to eat at your restaurant numerous times with friends. Big portions, delicious food. I am hooked on your place called Fork You. But we're going to do a deep dive. We're going to talk about talk about your life. And uh, we may even reveal things that you don't want us to talk about today, Joe. Don't be nervous. <laughs> so, uh, so, Joe, you were born? Um, I was born in Lima, Peru. Yes. Um, 1975. Yeah. So you're a young buck. Yes. And uh, what can I say? I mean, uh, I've been in the uh, restaurant business since I was little. Yeah. My father owns a restaurant in Lima, and we do Peruvian barbecue. We oh. have one of the most uh, famous restaurants in, in Lima. The uh, name is uh, Puro Corazon. That means pure heart. Okay. And then we'll... Can you say that again? I just love hearing you talk. Puro Corazon. Puro Corazon. Corazon means heart. Means heart. Because we cook with love. So that you, you come from a family of, of foodies and people in the hospitality industry. For the last 40 years, we're on a restaurant in Lima. And uh, I've been in Canada for 25 years. Yeah, a long time. Um, what about the siblings? Are, do you have any other siblings that uh, are into the food business or chefs? I mean, the parents are, I guess. But uh, are, my, my brother, 
Salvatore, he is uh, he's a chef in Lima, and uh, my brother, he's the manager at the restaurant. So we we all you know involved in the uh, restaurant business for a long time. You grew up eating awesome food, I can imagine. All the time, that's all we do. Cook right from scratch. Right there. So I'm not going to see you at a at a McDonald's drive-through. Never. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry for McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Now, have you ever heard of the saying, I, I once saw it on a t-shirt in one of the uh, t-shirt shops in Niagara Falls, says, never trust a skinny cook. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, I, have, uh, I have actually a little chef with a, holding a little board, and it says, you know, I'm sorry for the skinny chef, but I have to say, never trust a skinny chef. <laughs> never, never. <laughs> Um, Joe, you, you started with a food truck. Um, actually, no. Wait a minute. I'm going too fast. I'm going too fast. Yes. I want to, to go a little bit slower here with you. Uh, we skipped over something. Let's talk about the fact that you started from the, the bottom up in the food industry. I mean, you were, you were washing tables, um, bus boy, uh, doing dishes in the back of the restaurant. I mean, pretty much all of it. Yes. Like, uh, you know, I was mentioning this morning to you. I uh, started with uh, with my father at the age of ten, and right from the beginning, I loved the uh, the uh, the atmosphere, being in the kitchen, the rush, the stress, you know. And uh, I was, you know, thinking, you know, my father's the owner of the restaurant. I'm gonna be the manager. So I was ten years old, you know. And you you Two thought years. you thought about being the manager at ten. You were like, absolutely. I'm going to work myself into this position. Yeah, and it was two years after, and I keep washing dishes, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Here? <laughs> you know, when I'm going to be the owner here? I want to be the, the big guy. You know? Yeah, the big so then, chief. Then at fifteen years old, I started serving tables. So no manager. What's going on with this picture? Yeah. So. At the end, I realized that he was teaching me how to do it right, right from the bottom. Right okay. from the bottom until I was 17, and there was a time for me to be the supervisor. But in between all those times, I was always in the kitchen. Always in the kitchen, and, you know, I was, not because I was the, the owner's son, I had any privileges or anything like that. I was always treated like a regular employee. Right, which was good for you. It helped shape you and mold Absolutely. you. Absolutely, and I didn't even know that I was getting trained by my father. But he, but it was an informal sort of training, but you were learning every sort of workstation at the restaurant. And this is what... I, and bartending as well, eventually? Absolutely, I did, it, I did it all. And this is what I'm applying in my restaurant right now, right? Which is, is perfect for me. Yeah, yeah. And so when did you leave the restaurant? So your your of, your dad's restaurant. When did you leave? You know, I was uh, young, stupid, <laughs> and, and I left Peru yeah. you know, to try different things, and I uh, went to Miami. Okay. So I was living in Miami for a couple of years, and um, then I moved to Canada, and uh, I started doing you know many things like every immigrant in this country. You know, I did it. I did it all, from picking up garbage. From working in a warehouse, I started right from the bottom. Yeah, working sh shitty jobs to put food on the table. Absolutely. 100%, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, you're not afraid of work. 
no. I have, at some point, I had three jobs at the same time. I worked for UPS, marshalling planes, you name it. I have done it all. <laughs> Holy shit. It's amazing. But you always go back to the food. Yes, in between, I was <clears throat> always doing, you know, uh, private caterings to friends, family. I work in a yacht in Vancouver doing uh, Peruvian food for some rich people. I met some interesting people in Vancouver. <laughs> I bet. So, yeah, this is, you know, my passion. And I always was going towards that that side, you know what I mean? The food industry. Now, did you have any formal training to become a chef, or was it work experience alone that led you to that title? I went to a university in Peru, uh, Universidad de San Martin, San Martin University, and I did a, a hotel management. Okay. In Peru. Yes. Yeah. And I uh, didn't finish the career. I was there for about four years. And then the last year, that's when I left Peru. And that's it? Yes. So, so then when you come to Canada, yes. you, did you work in the food industry in Canada? I did. Prior to getting into self-employment? I'm just trying to figure that one out. Uh, no, not really. I was just doing my own. Okay. You know, private catering. Private myself. catering. And you're still renowned for that? Yes. Um, Joe, tell me about how the food truck came about. Okay, so I'm gonna go a little bit yeah. back on yeah. that. Um, one day I wanted to to do the the business, the restaurant business, and I came up with the idea that there wasn't any food around in the Hamilton area, the industrial area. So the only places that you can go and get food was the food truck, the food. Um, what do you call the lunch guy? That yeah, means you all this. Manja oh. cake food. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's right. I call it the manja cake food because you yeah. know what it yeah. is, right? Yeah, yeah. So then I decided to invest some money. I put some couple grand and I said, uh, let's do some free lunches for the guys. Mm, went, very clever. I went all over the Hamilton area, warehouses everywhere, offices, and, and I tried it. I gave him a free lunch one day, and that was the beginning of uh, a beautiful thing. You auditioned. You gave them a sample of your yeah. beautiful cuisine. Funny thing, I gave him a fettuccine Alfredo. Who doesn't like fettuccine Alfredo? <laughs> 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 so, I love fettuccine Alfredo. <laughs> yeah, so that was, that was funny because next day I couldn't keep up with the phone calls. They, they love the food. They, they, they like the... Uh, they love the the system that I had, you know, I faxed it over the menu. People were getting their lunches between 11 and 3 in the afternoon. That was fantastic. So delivery, good price, $15, you get a meal at your office. Now, you were cooking out of your home at this time? I was. You were, so the overhead was low? Yes. So you, you could, uh, you could uh, offer things at a reasonable rate, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So good food, you know. And, uh, Italian food and Peruvian food? That was the fusion that I was doing at the time to, to grab the customers. And then I worked for a couple of years and it went fantastic. And that's what I'm going to go towards the food truck. So one day my beautiful wife was sitting trying to get the name for the food truck and then she came up with the name Fork You. <laughs> All right. Woo! What a great name it is, for sure, man. <laughs> so, 
you know. Just sitting there brainstorming? Yes, we're looking for names. I was, I was tired of every Peruvian restaurant and every Peruvian business had a Peruvian name. Yeah, yeah. Linca, Machu Picchu, Paracas, all Peruvian names. But I wanted to go not just with the Latin and or Peruvian community. I wanted to go to everybody to know the Peruvian food. Very clever, Manchacans, extremely. Canadians, Americans, Koreans, Chinese, everybody. Yes. Right? Oh, yeah. No, I think it's brilliant. I mean, the name of your restaurant, Fork You, is fun. It's catchy. People will never forget it. You know, and it's a conversation piece. Really, it is. Well, let me tell you a funny thing. I'm driving my... Uh, I want to take your picture while you're talking. Yeah. Keep going, bro. I, I'm driving by with my food truck down on Barton Street. I'm at the lights, and this guy look at me, give me the finger, look <laughs> at the name, and he says, 4Q2! <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? And then I thought about it, and I said, well, what a great name for that second food truck. And that's how came my, my second foot truck was named 4Q2 with a number two. <laughs> that's perfect. Because it's an open invitation when you hear that 4Q, it's an open absolutely, invitation. Absolutely. I get all, every day I get Americans coming to the restaurant and they stop just because of the name. I have to eat a 4Q, they say, because just the name. Yeah. It's so yeah. catchy, right? Yeah. So you're, you're, you're running the 4Q truck uh, in the steel town of Hamilton, Ontario. Correct. And uh, eventually, you decide you want to open a restaurant with a dining lounge and a patio. Like, how did that come about? Well, it's funny because I didn't want to open a restaurant at the time. It was too much overhead. Rent, you yeah, know, like a huge overhead. Insane. Yeah, yeah. The, the overhead is, is crazy. But this opportunity came up. A little place in uh, Highway 8 in Stony Creek. Okay. So this is how I opened my first restaurant. It was a couple, two, three tables, a little <coughs> restaurant. It was fun, but I had too many customers. I couldn't keep up. <laughs> what a, a terrible fucking problem to Absolutely. have. Absolutely. <laughs> no, no. But logistically, you had trouble keeping up with this demand. Correct. So then, you know, we were driving by one day with my wife in the Niagara region, and then we saw this restaurant. And, and to be honest, I didn't have the money to open this restaurant. The rent was in, amazing. And I said to, to my wife, you know what? I like this place. And I want it. And then... You just made that conviction in your head. That's it. I like it. I want it. Somehow we're going to make this happen. Absolutely. And, and Snap, crackle, and pop. Boom. You're right. There. Not exactly, but... <laughs> but this is what happened. And then we went to the restaurant. The, the restaurant was closed because of COVID. Remember those days? Yeah, yeah. And then it was closed for two years. It was a mess. It was a lot of work. But you know what? I'm so happy. I'm so proud. And uh, it, it's going well. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. So how uh, long have you been running the restaurant for? Uh, we opened September last year. So September of last year. It feels like it was longer than that. So, so yeah. only September of last year. Yeah. And you're going extremely strong. Yes. How many can, can you seat inside for dining? A ballpark. I would say 50 people. 50 people I have inside and about 40 people on the patio. Yeah, the patio is very beautiful. And yes. right on the, the Parkway River Road there, Niagara I Falls. I love the view. 
I love the atmosphere. You feel the energy from the river. It's just an amazing place. Amazing. I love it. So you've got yourself, your wife, any other family members that are there working at the 4Q restaurant along with your wife and yourself or just uh, good staff? Uh, I have the the good staff and also I have my daughter that helps me. Uh, I think I'm doing the same thing my dad did with with me. Putting her through the steps. Yeah, she's uh, my daughter Domenica. She's in Peru right now actually. Oh, nice. uh, She's 14 years old. Okay. And she helps me a lot. And my son Salvatore as well. He comes from time to time. And he's not too crazy. I don't see him in the food industry. I don't know. But my daughter, she loves it. I see the same energy as me. She loves to be in the kitchen. So this is a good good thing. You have a huge passion for it. There's no doubt about it, man. And as I indicated earlier in the program, I've been to your restaurant numerous times. And I keep leaning toward the one dish, which I call it. It's almost like a pulled beef uh, with rice and beans. What, what is the name of that dish that I'm hooked on? Uh, the, the name is Seco. Okay, very good. Don't, don't ask me to say that. I just call it the pulled, pulled beef with rice and beans. That's it. That's it. That's what it is, right? It's, a, it's, a, it's so much flavor. Oh. And, and, you know, I don't know. I have to say this, Dave. If, if you want to open a restaurant and you don't have the passion for food, don't open a restaurant. Don't think that it's going to be a business. Yeah. Because you're going to be in the wrong business. If you open a restaurant to make money, don't do it. Well, I mean, there's the business side of it, right? Which I think you're great at because you've got the great personality and you've got this, your wife, which is awesome with customers and awesome at the business side. Uh, you guys are both super good with people, you know, and that's so important. Like all the chips are in the right spot with you guys. All the pieces of the puzzles are in the right spot. You have a recipe for success and I, and I hope you continue to be successful. You both deserve, you and your wife deserve all the success you put so much care in the food that you prepare. It's unreal. Big, big portions. Outstanding. Everything is homemade, as I said. Uh, the prices are so reasonable. Now, there is a beer that I had the pleasure of drinking at yes. your establishment. Tell us about that beer. And when people go to Fork You, they should consider having this beer. Absolutely. Um, again, another story about a guy who wanted to, to make something good. Uh, came up with the idea, a guy from Venezuela, came with his recipe, and um, now it's one of the greatest beer that is in the market. I mean, I sell that beer because people love the taste, it's fresh, draft beer, and uh, what, what can I say? It's just, you have to come and try it. I yeah. can say so many things about it, but... And the name yes, again is? Miss Latina. Miss Latina. So that's pretty easy to remember. Miss Señorita Latina. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the name of the beer. And it's 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 a it's in a bottle. It comes in a can. Can, sorry. And also I have it in draft. Okay. Yep. It's very 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 nice. Absolutely. It's very very smooth. Yep. So certainly people should try that when they come. And uh, Now the patio seats about how many, would you say? About 40 to 45 people. Okay, almost as much as the restaurant. Yes. And you have a musician the gentleman has just one arm. Yes. And man, oh man, is he in a phenomenal, Absolutely. outstanding, excellent musician. I forget his name, but the one time my good, my best friend Dave Kaufman and I were there dining, uh, he was playing, and he is terrific. This is the, 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 the example for people who doesn't want to work. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? This guy has one, uh, you know, missing the whole, you know, hand. Yeah. Gone, and he plays the guitar. So, I mean... I was wondering where you were going with that at first. I was like, what? But no, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? I get what you're saying. In other words, if this guy has one arm, you know what I mean? He's he's a musician. He's playing music. You know, uh, then there's no excuse, right? Get off your lazy absolutely. asses, people. Get out there and work. Absolutely. I mean, the guy is uh, absolutely. Great Let's give singer. a shout out to him. What is the guy's name? His name is Guti. El Guti, they call him. El Guti. Uh, yeah, uh, he's from Colombia. He was actually one of the finalists on the Voice. Colombia. Okay. So, I mean, the guy is great. The guy is amazing. Yeah, he's very, very talented. Yes. And and certainly, Joe, we got to get him to come uh, when you come again on this program. We got to get him to come here, get the microphone in front of him, and have him do a little music on my show. Absolutely, yeah. I think that would be really, really, really good. And so... Um, so if people go to the restaurant, let's just talk appetizers if we can for a moment. All right. The deep fried yucca. Yes. Okay, and, and you serve it with a with special sauce, but there's a name for that special sauce. Tell us about the deep fried yucca and the special sauce, would you please? Okay, absolutely. Because uh, I love the yucca. Yes. I just why I wanted to talk about that first. Okay, so this is a, I will say Caribbean and also Peruvian. It grows in the Caribbean, uh, Peru, and um, it's from the potato family yeah but it's uh, people it, make yucca french fries right exactly you know but yours are not shaped like a french fries like little round discs and they're cooked beautifully yes they crunchy and I, in my opinion has more flavor than potatoes a hundred percent and this peruvian sauce is made with peruvian peppers oh we call the yellow peppers with cream cheese evaporated milk oh. garlic onions and it's creamy, it's delicious. It's my favorite, by the way. Well, it, that sauce is my favorite. And I, I want you to say the name. What's the name of the sauce? R repeat it for me. Yes. Wancaina. Wancaina. Yeah, that's it. Wancaina. Yeah. Not okay. two cayenne, three cayenne more, four cayenne, six, or five cayenne, six cayenne. Anyway, I screwed that right up. Um, I'd stick to my day job if I had a day job. But anyway, uh, this is great, yeah. And you've got other appetizers that we've tried as well. So tell us about some of the other apps that you would encourage a first-time visitor to the 4Q restaurant to explore. Well, What other appetizers would you personally say, okay, you should try the yucca, you should try what? What, what would you empanadas, say? Empanadas, for people who doesn't know, empanadas are... Chicken or beef? We have both. And also, these are made like with fresh dough that I make every day. Everything is made freshly. Also, if you don't know about empanadas, they're similar to the calzone. It's a wrap dough that's baked every morning. Oh. So every time you come in, then in front of you, there is a display with all the fresh empanadas. And they come also with uh, lime and the Peruvian huancaina sauce as well. Uh, now I think you have to start bottling this sauce and selling this sauce. I'm sure. I'm sure you've been told or asked about that. I hope you will someday. Or is it always going to be more or less just here? Have a little bit out the back door with it. Like I really think people would buy it if you were selling to that. To be honest, I try, but 
But once you start doing the bottom thing, it's a pain in the you ass. Have to put the preservatives and changes the whole flavor. Okay, so it's That's really not going to be. It's really not going to be the 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 fresh sauce that you whip up. You know that day. Exactly. So what we can do is, anytime you need the sauce, Dave, come and see me. Oh, I will. I'm coming for lunch today, so uh, I'm starving. Right now, I'm starving. The fried wontongs, of course, they're great with the crab meat served with sweet and sour sauce. And uh, and then what is the last one that you have listed on your appetizer menu here? Salty papa. Okay, this is something really funny. It's a street food, the most simple thing you can ever imagine. It's just fries and hot dogs. French fries with mixed with fried hot dogs. That's it. It's a simple dish, but it's a proven street food. Yeah. So I created the dish called the Sachi Papa Poutine. Because <laughs> I wanted to have a fusion between Peru and Canada. Like that's easy for me to say. <laughs> anyway, but what a what a great what a great thing so what to I merge did, the two of them. I put the French fries, the hot dogs, cheese curds, and gravy. That's the Peruvian Sachi Papa Poutine. That's it. <laughs> I gotta order that one day. Super I've got to, the fact that you've got the cheese and the uh, the the hot dogs and the the, fr the fries turning it into a poutine is crazy. That's a meal in itself, though, because I know Absolutely. your portions are outstanding, outstanding as far as huge wise goes. You know, like I talk, it's crazy. I, I tell my customers, I serve my portions the way I eat. And do you think that you eat more calories than you need? I, I think so. <laughs> so do I. So we're both in the same boat together. Let's take a, let's put your mains, let's put your mains in the spotlight right now and, and take us through uh, some of your mains, if you would, please. Okay, let me start with the chaufa. Um, Peruvian Chinese fusion. Peruvians, they have a lot of influence from... Japan, French cuisine, Chinese cuisine, Italian cuisine. And this one is the exactly fusion of Chinese with Peruvian. If you try my chicken, it's your typical chi chicken fried rice that you buy at any Chinese restaurant. Okay. But with Peruvian touch. And it's completely different. You have to try it. I only use chicken breast and the flavors that I use make a difference in I can imagine because I use a Cantonese Chinese fusion it's okay amazing dish amazing amazing I bet I bet no problem that thing just give that microphone a good smack <laughs> <coughs> there. also another dish is the lomo saltado number one dish number one um, it's the top sirloin meat saute a high 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 heat super high heat and then it has tomatoes, onions. That's what I want to try today. Okay. Let's okay, because I've never had that one yet. Okay. And so again, sorry to break your stride there. So top sirloin fried with tomatoes, onions, served with fries and rice? Yes. Holy Jesus. We... You don't screw around, man. No, no, no. It's just... But it's a platter of food. Like, people can share this with their significant other. Uh, absolutely. You have the rice. You got the fries. You got the meat. You got the veggies. It's, it's a meal and a half. The only thing you don't have there is the beans. But not everything can be with beans. <laughs> the beans are always good for my constipation. So I like the beans. Plus, I like the flavor as well. And so you have a Peruvian chicken, seafood, Chinese fusion. People have got to try that. 
Absolutely. It's insane. Um, and what else? Let's talk about the, the, the seafood because when my good buddy Dave and I were there, he brought out like a seafood platter, you know, and it was insane, right? Like so delicious and just so variety packed with seafood. Talk about that. Well, there's two different uh, dishes. I would like to, to talk about the ceviche. Ceviche is one of the most famous signature dishes from Peru. Uh, a little bit... Uh, there's some people get scared because it's raw fish. I mean... And we're led to believe careful, right? Careful, raw fish. You know, this you know, could get, Yeah. That's the, the Japanese fusion, Peruvian-Japanese fusion, right? And then uh, this is marinated with garlic and lime juice it's refreshing you feel like you're at the beach yeah. you have this dish. you do it's a cold if... dish but it's a fusion of flavors in your mouth because you have the acidity from the lime the sweet potatoes balances all that acidity so it's it's a part in your mouth every time you have this dish it is a party in your mouth for sure <laughs> it really is i've had that i have had that i remember and it was delicious. And also, we have the uh, pescado lo macho. Pescado is fish. A lo macho, you know, macho. Yeah, macho, macho it's, man. Because this is a little bit of spicy. Has so you have the 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 whole combo. You have the rice. You have the seafood, calamari, shrimp, uh, scallops, mussels. All my seafood is from Peru. But the muscles are from PEI. I have to come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy Canadian products as well. Yeah, yeah. Right? You got to spend a little bit of money on the Canadian seafood. But Absolutely. the muscles from PEI. I mean, it's hard to beat that. My fish is from Vancouver. Snapper. It's I. I buy the red snapper. Absolutely. I love the red snapper. Oh, the snapper is one of the best. You know. I've had it when I'm on the islands as well. I love it. I love Beautiful. It. Um, so you're importing from Peru. Yes. As well. Yes. With a lot of your, your product. Yes, I have a supplier that brings me all the... I don't I don't cut any corners with uh, Peruvian products. I They're super expensive because you're importing, right? But in order to make a traditional, because my restaurant is authentic Peruvian, I don't cut any corners with the ingredients. There's a Peruvian store here in Niagara Falls. Have you been to it? Yes, I believe that. I haven't been there. Victoria Avenue. Yes. I believe there is a little store there that sells Peruvian products as well. Yeah, there is so much diverse culture when it comes to food within the Niagara region of Ontario. It's incredible. Absolutely. You know, and my wife uh, has been with me to your restaurant as well numerous times, as well as my friend Dave. And Mike London from uh, Reptile Kingdom Canada. We brought Mike down to your place one time. And there's just so many choices. But the thing is, when I taste something that I love, I tend to be very habitual and repetitive and keep going back to that same dish. But I want you to merge me into different things. I need to try something different today. And then I'll have another favorite dish. And I'll just kind of rotate them, you know. <laughs> that's, that's the best way. But you know what? Like I tell my customers... If there are four people, order two dishes. Yes. Munch on, try it. So everybody needs to gets to try a little bit of here, a little bit of there. You know what I mean? So you you get to try different things. Now I love having coffee after a good meal. Okay. Do you have the Peruvian coffee? I have the Peruvian coffee. Yes. Yes. I'm gonna have to do that sometime. Today. All right. 
Okay. Yeah, I usually just go there and have a couple of beers and bite to eat and I'm gone. But uh, coffee just went into my head because I love... Peruvian coffee today. Oh, that's going to be terrific. Um, so, so let's jump into sandwiches, right? I mean... Uh, Everyone likes a good sangy, you know, a good sandwich, right? Mm -hmm. Good sammy, some of them call it, right? So what, what is your best sandwich that you would advise people go for? I have two that are my favorite. Okay. okay. Let's start with the... Now, we come with the Italian fusion on this side now. Ah. The sandwich. It's a porchetta sandwich. So I get the Italians. No, I'm not going to get the porchetta because I'm Italian. I know how that sounds. Yeah. No, no, no. Hold your horses, buddy. They haven't had it your, done by you. <laughs> this is not your regular porchetta. You know, this is a Peruvian way. The sandwich is fantastic. Portuguese bun with a bed of sweet potatoes at the bottom. The pork, three, four hundred grams of meat. And on top, I get onions, cilantro, lime juice. So you have sweetness, acidity. It's it's crazy. It's a super sandwich. Oh my god! I'm getting the mental picture of this sandwich. I need a whole roll of uh, paper towels to be wiping my face. Oh, that sounds great. So. I just need to come to your place on a weekly basis so I can virtually try every little single thing on the menu. So that's my definitely pleasure. that's definitely going to be one of my uh, one of my targets. Dave is this is sandwich? Try that one today. Dave, you have yes. to try that sandwich. Yeah. His eyes lit up when you were telling him yeah. how many grams of meat were on the sandwich. And the other sandwiches does does I don't know how to explain that, but that's a fantastic sandwich. I mean, it's four layers of bread on each layer. You have wow. avocado, first layer. On the second layer, you have boiled eggs. And on the top, you have tomatoes. So it's a triple sandwich. This big. No, I mean. Vegetarian. Not, on the radio. Nobody Ve vegeta vegetarian? Yes. Okay. It's a vegetarian option. It's a fantastic sandwich. It's, it's, it's huge. It's huge. And, and the combination of the three, people look at me like I'm weird. But when you get a bite of that sandwich those three connect each other like the tomato the avocado and the egg the synergy together and the layer of mayo on each is fantastic and you get excited telling us about it that's because your passion for food is like right off the charts and that's what i love about you is your passion for food and everything you make is so delicious and you put love into it you don't just slap a sandwich together no you put love into it, and when it when it goes out, you serve it the same way you would serve it to your own family, to your own Absolutely. friends. Absolutely. And I have to come and talk to all my customers. I want to see if they, they're feeling comfortable, if anything is wrong. I, I like to talk to my customers. You know. You come out and mingle. Yes. And that's important, and, and you make connections with people, and you build relationships with people. You're a people person, and you're so likable. Thank you so much. Now, when I'm looking on the menu, it says beef heart. Yes. What do you say to someone if they're thinking, oh, maybe I would want to try it, but it's kind of strange. Uh, to some people, beef heart might be kind of strange. I mean, I like uh, beef liver, you know, liver and onions. Absolutely. Right? Uh, some people call this old people food, right? And lots of people hate liver. We, we go to Betty's in Chippewa to order liver and onions and potatoes. Absolutely. But um, beef heart, for example, I've never tried it. So what can you say about beef heart? That might sway someone into maybe you know taking a chance and trying it um well funny thing beef hearts are the most uh 
leanest and the most protein out of the cow. Okay, it's probably better than the liver then. Absolutely. Help, like for our bodies. Most protein. Okay. Uh, I always try, you know, to my customers to try this dish. Once they try it, they love it. Yeah, they're hooked on it. I have kids coming. They don't know this beef heart. So I said, come on, eat this. <laughs> Once they try, they can stop eating. The mother look at the kid and like, what the hell is wrong with this kid? Because once they, the flavor, the, 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 it's on the barbecue. I was going to ask you, do you so you're, you're barbecuing this, you're smoking it. It's one of these most signature dishes in Peru. This is street food as well. I was mentioning the other one. Okay. This one, again, little barbecues on every corner of, in Lima. People have it. Amazing. Leanest, most protein. All right. So served with what fryer? Potatoes and corn. Okay. And Peruvian corn. And I don't know if you remember the size of the Peruvian corn. They yes. Look like garlic. Yes. Yeah. Well, the little you bring a little bowl of the 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 uh, dehydrated or dried Peruvian corn uh, as a little munch. It looks like a little bowl of uh, peanuts or something, and and uh, I love that. It's it's wonderful. Is that the same thing, or you're talking about something else? No, there's another one too. Oh. I'm gonna show you. Okay, okay. Because I'm used to the the corn the that I'm eating. Mancha, those are Peruvian corn as well, but they're dry. Okay. They're dry up in the mountains of Peru. And then you deep fry it. And then that's how it's, it's beautiful. crunchy, it's flavor. It's, it's amazing. Now, your soups. I seen someone uh, with a big-ass bowl of soup. It was a <laughs> seafood soup. I was like, Debbie, look at the size. Because Debbie and I, we are soup crazy. We believe in eating hot soup on a hot day in the summertime outside. Some people be like, soup, you don't make soup in the summer. Soup is for fall and winter. That's and you lie. know what I say? Fork you. That's right. Fork you too. Then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but look, Fork you. Know you. What? Let me tell you, I can have soup any time of the year. I love soup. And it's good for you. In particular, is fantastic soup. You have, I will say, five to six inches shrimp from Argentina. They're a huge shrimp. You get a lot of shrimp. You get rice. You get potatoes. You get veggies. Um, it's a dish and a half. I, I mean, saw a real skinny guy eating have, a bowl. He finished it. I was I, like, wow. It's hard to see somebody finishing that bowl. Yeah, and this guy was like lean, lean, you know. But a lot of these skinny motherfuckers can eat like hungry dogs. Yes. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's a liter and a half that you get in soup. So I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Leader in half. It is. It's like a. It's a family style bowl. Dave, honest to God, Dave Kaufman, family style bowl. And you bring it out. It's like okay. Well, that's obviously for four people, and you just share. No, people order it for their dinner. You know. Every every customer comes out with a, a Tupperware every 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 time. So that makes me happy. Now, what about some of the cocktails? Uh, do you have any special cocktails or signature cocktails that you would encourage first-timer to the Fork You restaurant? They should certainly try this beer that you spoke about. But what about cocktails? Because so many people are into cocktails yes. nowadays. I wonder how many times I can say cocktails on the I, I, podcast I, today. I noticed that, Dave. Cocktails. Let's hear more about the, <laughs> let's hear more about the cocktails. Well, we have this uh, signature drink from... Peru is called Pisco Sour. Uh, pisco. Have you tried the Pisco? Never. Okay. So Pisco is a Peruvian drink. 
like you know the Italians have the grappa you know we have pisco I may have tried it not to interrupt yeah. you may have tried it your, your wife may have gave me yeah. uh, some of this yes it's okay but please so continue. we have the pisco sours made with um, lime um, some special you know spices from Peru and secret spices yes no not, I'm not just fucking with you, secret, you know. the <laughs> yeah. true chef always share his recipes you no believe that I, don't, did, I didn't know that yes yes you want people to know you're an open book exactly if you right? want anything you come to my restaurant you ask me how you make it I'll teach you how you're transparent yes you don't keep anything under your hat absolutely not other than a mighty fine haircut that you're sporting <laughs> Italian side. I'm telling you, I love it. It's shiny. Every hair is numerically order, in numeric order. Like, look at that, man. See, with my hair curly and wavy, I can't get the same sort of order in my hair. But uh, you, you do have very nice hair. And nice sunglasses, too. I love the Ray-Bans. Thank you. Yeah, and I'm going to get my next pair from Costco. He got a good deal on these yeah. at Costco. I went to Sunglass Hut and paid more. I wear Ray-Bans since I was 12. You love Ray-Bans? Yes. Everybody wears Any them in Peru? Only. Yeah? Yes. So what is your favorite beverage? Like, the, you're maybe not even at the restaurant, but what is your favorite beverage? You like tequila? Uh, no, I, to be honest, I'm not into liquor. I, I like beer. Yeah, you I'm like your beer. Guy. That's it? Yes. All right. Well, we'll go with that. And then, of course, you've got uh, non-alcohol drinks. For the boring people or the... No, but you know what? Let me tell you. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm not. I'm not kidding. <laughs> well, let me tell you. Uh, we have this uh, drink called Chicha Morada. Oh, yeah. The purple drink. Some people think it's wine. But this is just an amazing drink. This purple corn that I have, it. if you want to see it, come and ask me. Anytime. I want to see it. I'll bring it to you today. It's corn, but it's purple. Right. We boil this with fruits, cinnamon, cloves, and then we boil it for hours. Big oh. pots. Then you get all these flavors out of the corn. Oh my God. And then we add sugar and lime, and this is the most delicious drink you can have. Oh, they shit. Have some, Write that down, Kaufman. It has some uh, <clears throat> good properties. You have uh, <laughs> antioxidants. And it helps you for the uh, uh, blood pressure as well. So. Good. I need all the help I can get. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll help you. And it keeps everything moving, keeps everything uh, moving. Like the, like the brand buds keep everything moving with me. You know, I need these good things. And, and anything with lime in it. Now, limes and lemons, okay? I learned, a lot of people know this already, but I learned that uh, a lemon is man-made and lime is the most natural, original one, is the lime. And, That's and what I learned. And funny. When I came to North America, I didn't know there were limes. I always knew... Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, lemons. Yeah. I knew only limes. Right, You only in, in Peru, you're cooking with lime. That's it. So we don't have the lemon, right? So when people talk to me about lemons, no, 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 this is, this is a lemon, I said. Because a lemon is a wannabe lime. Thank you, thank you. You know, there's it's... No, I don't know, there's no flavor, there's no, I don't know. You it's know what I mean? Me. People say, I like lemon chicken. When I order Chinese food, I order lemon chicken. Well, I say, when you order Chinese food, I ask them if they make you lime chicken. Probably tastes better. <laughs> I don't know if they'll have that sort of accent, but <laughs> look, the limes are the best, man. Yes. Everywhere I go, Jamaica, limes. Mexico, limes. Mm -hmm. Punta Cana, 
Dominican, right? All those places, limes. limes. So you have you buy a lot of fucking limes. Yes. <laughs> cases. I have to talk to my buddies that are wholesale and lococos that they have to order more because I clean up the house. <laughs> desserts. If Many desserts. If you're going to recommend a dessert. Churros. Yes, and Dave and I have tried it, dipping it in the caramel, or as some people say, caramel. Yes. Tomato, tomato? Like, what it's do you say? Caramel, caramel? Same, same thing. thing. Yeah. Same thing. Or, or dolce. Uh, dulce de leche. Thank you. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> dulce de leche. Yes. Or dolce. Yeah. Which is Italian, but I mean, it's the same thing. I, um, love, I love that you're a mix of Peruvian and Italian. I think it's you. great. For language and for your creativity with food and your looks, everything. Thank you. I want to add one more of the desserts. Okay. Amazing dessert. This one, I call it the healthiest donuts. Okay. Oh, I had these. I had these. Keep going. Made with sweet potatoes (laughs) and pumpkin. (laughs) So people are like, what the hell is this? Well, they're made with sweet potatoes and pumpkin. And then I have the cinnamon, I have the cloves, and I make this melassas from Peru. They boil and boil melassas with the cloves and um, cinnamon. And that's the syrup that I put on top of the donuts, deep fry. And Those are voila. orgasmic. They are, when I say something that is orgasmic, I'm saying you can't get any better. It's like being in heaven, man. It's like being, it's the best. Crunchy outside, soft in the inside. No, no, I mean. uh, No, it's true. Crunchy on the outside, soft on the inside. You know, much like myself, crispy on the outside, (laughs) but very soft on the inside. (laughs) For you too. Yeah. Paul, Paul K. Lemire is coming up soon with his show. Yeah, did he have his pointer finger up or did he have the other finger up? Both. Yeah, them both. Four <laughs> Q, Mr. Paul K. Lemire. Four Q. He's such a good guy. Uh, so we need to let the audience know where they can find Fork U. So Fork U, located 4015, 4015 River Road, Niagara Falls. Restaurant is called Fork U Peruvian Cuisine. Again, 4015 River Road, Niagara Falls. And the website is, or your social media handle? The, uh, the website is www.fork-u.ca. So www.fork-y-o-u.ca. Go to the website, www.fork-u.ca. Y-O-U.ca. Are you open six days a week, seven days a week? Talk to us about the hours. Seven days a week. Seven days a week. Yes. Serving lunch and dinner. Correct. From and 12 to 8. And weekends till 10. Do you still cater? Yes. You'll still cater events? Yes. And in the food truck that you originally started with, it is still in the parking lot of the Fork U uh, Enterprise? Yes, um... Our food truck is to do uh, events. Events, yeah, big events. And, uh, private catering. This year I didn't get a chance because I was too busy with the restaurant. But uh, for next year we'll be open again. Yeah, and it's a beautiful truck. Whoever did the paint job certainly is top notch. Like the mural, you know, on, yes. on there. It's beautiful. That's awesome. 
Well, as I said before, you and your wife are beautiful people. You have an awesome establishment. You put so much love and care into the food that you prepare. I'm highly recommending that everyone listening go to Fork You Peruvian Cuisine. I've been numerous times and I have left with a full tummy and I am so happy every time I go because the food is so freaking delicious. Go to Fork You and you could call them direct 905-354-7333. Peruvian Cuisine right here in Niagara Falls, River Road, Fork You. Call them direct 905 905- Three five four seven three three three, and go to the website. Website again: www.fork f-o-r-k dash y-o-u.ca. The menus there, the hours are there, and uh, and you're going to have a great experience and bring the kids because it's a real family place as well, and it's also a great night for date night too. Yes, and also, uh, well, I wanted to thank you for the having me here today, Dave. It was a pleasure. I mean, we've been talking for almost an hour, and it felt like five minutes. Um, this is all about having fun, you know what I mean? The day you uh, start having fun, that's the day you stop working, right? So, I want to thank you again, and for all the listeners, thank you so much, and I will see you soon. I will disappoint you. Thank you so much, Joe Maselli, chef and owner of Fork You right here in Niagara Falls. Get out there. It's great Peruvian cuisine. Fork you, Dave. Yeah, Fork You, Joe. <laughs> fork You. Fork You, Dave Kaufman. Fork You. Fork You, everybody. Fork You. Bye. See you later. Ciao.